Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to the QuickBook Reviews podcast. Brighten your day with a book. Hello, my fellow bookworms. This is Philippa from QuickBook Reviews. How are you all? I am very well, starting to feel very Christmassy. Uh, I do have a Christmas ringtone and text tone on my phone. And apparently some people think that that's not appropriate especially as I do tend to get quite a few phone calls and texts. So it's going off very regularly, but I'm happy. I'm very happy with it. Does anybody else do that or is it just me? Anyway, I've been attending a lot of carol concerts over the last few days, three concerts in the last three days. So I'm very clued up on how to sing all the songs. Not that really you need to practice. Funnily enough, they're the same songs every year. Although... I do feel they set them too high and they start off and you, I already think, oh, that's too high. And then they carry on and it just gets higher and higher. And I end up just having to mouth the words because I think anyone standing next to me is going to think I'm a wailing banshee. But never mind. So because I have gone to three carol concerts in three days, I thought, hmm, number three is interesting. So why don't I look at things in threes? So today I'm going to speed talk you through, hopefully, three graphic novels, three audio books and three books, printed books, that I have read in the last week. Um, in some ways, I went off reading a little bit. I don't know, there's just been some really heavy things. So I did immerse myself in a few graphic novels to begin with, just because it, it's so different and just takes you away. And then you start thinking, oh, no, actually, I really do miss reading proper books. Proper books, that sounds really bad to graphic novels. But you know what I mean, printed books. Um and so I've been reading those and listening to those. Got some crackers uh, to talk to you about. So just get sitting down with a cup of tea or coffee uh, and let's crack on. So first of all, let's deal with the graphic novels. And the first one is actually called Ethel and Ernest by Raymond Briggs. You may know Raymond Briggs. He wrote The Snowman, all sorts of things. Now, I chose this book because my grandparents were actually called Ethel and Ernest. And I've never seen the two names together in anything before and thought, no, I'm going to buy that book. Even I have no idea what it's about. It's called Ethel and Ernest. That sounds lovely. Let's read it. And uh, this book, as I say, by Raymond Briggs, published by uh, Jonathan Cape. It's a story of how Raymond Briggs grew up, but of his parents. It focuses on his parents who were called Ethel and Ernest. And it's about their lives. It's a it's, so it's factual, but it's done in a beautiful way. If you enjoyed reading The Snowman or The Snow Dog was the latest one, then I think you'll really in, enjoy that. It 
you know, it's got important themes about the effect of war on families and the changing class systems, all, all different things. But I just really enjoyed it from a historical point of view. It sort of takes you through the the decades and you really see on paper the effect of the changes that certainly England as a country went through um, and uh, the story of, of Raymond Briggs growing up so I love that one so that's called Ethel and Ernest by Raymond Briggs and it's um it, it's quite big but it's sort of paperback it's not hardback at all so it's very easy to read the next one is by Philip Pullman but it's something different it's called The Adventures of John Blake and it's published by uh, David Fickling Books this again is more of a paperback graphic novel but um quite quite there's quite a few pages in it and it's a story that Philip Pullman has written as I say I haven't heard of this one before and it's based about a boat that appears and disappears and the story behind it so when you start you don't know exactly what's going on is it a ghost story is it supernatural is it sort of Bermuda Triangle um and it's got it's just a good action one you could imagine seeing it as a film it's set out in that way and i just thought it's something different fans of philip pullman um i don't know what the age range was but it i felt it was sort of mid-grade it didn't seem to be as troubling as a, a ya can sometimes be there's a bit of fighting in it but uh, and i suppose the concept of is it a ghost or not so whoever you're getting it for whatever age um, if you're buying this as a gift for someone, have a read of it first or do your own research and see. Um, but I thought it was uh, it was really good. It's certainly one I'd encourage my, my kids to read. Um, so that was The Adventures of John Blake by Philip Pullman. And then finally, uh, this is an author I've mentioned before, Poppy Simmons, and this book is called Cassandra Drake. Now, I really like this book. It's a big book. And it's hardback, so it's not one just to pop in your bag and carry around with you, unless your bag is absolutely huge. Um, and it's a story about this woman who has been selling sort of arts, antiques, um, possibly not made the best decisions. And it's sort of the unravelling of that. And there's a bit of detective story in it. It's just a lovely observational book. Definitely not one for the children, that, that's for sure. Um, or I'd say it's definitely adult, but it's lovely. And if you are someone who thinks, well, I quite like the idea of reading a graphic novel, but I want something, I don't want to read a, a child's one, then I think that would, you'd really enjoy it if you like some of the cartoons that you sometimes find in newspapers and find those humorous. I think you'd enjoy the humour or the hidden humour at times of this great characterization so really enjoyed that so that's cassandra drake by poppy simmons and um, now we come on to the three audiobooks really really i really enjoyed the audiobooks that i listened to this week really did so the first one is called nevermore by jessica townsend um i first came across this author at the hay festival last year uh i took some people to see it and thought it was she was really inspirational she's a children's author she's written two in the series a third one is due out soon people say if you like harry potter then this is um a, a decent alternative 
And I guess if you look at the bones of the story, there are similarities. But I think if you could say that about a lot of books, it's not Harry Potter. But certainly if you enjoy that sort of adventure, then I think Nevermore would very much be for you. It follows the story of a girl who believes she has a particular uh, story, a particular role in life or not. And she um, just accepts that as her fate. And yet things might change and she might meet people who can help her see a different point of view. There is adventure very much, threats, fun, friendship. The depiction of Christmas is extraordinary. Loved that. Um, and I'm definitely going to read the next one. I think I'll get the next one as a book rather than an audio book just to soak it up in a different way. Let the pages sort of speak to me. But I loved it. And um, I would say I do believe that it's set as mid-grade. There are some, I mean, I got really scared at times, honestly, but that's just me. So if you are going to give it someone mid-grade, again, I would listen to it or read it first to make sure that it suits the child that you're thinking of because everyone's everyone's different aren't they um certainly fine for ya and older um and uh, just tread carefully and, and think about whether someone is is good with scary things i got very scared but uh anyway i won't say how it how it ends no won't give that one away definitely not so after that i thought right so i've uh, listened to something that's bit more childish than some of the things I listened to let's go for the opposite end of the spectrum so this um, was Breakers by Doug Johnson um, and that's uh, published by uh, Arenda Books I should have said Nevermore was published by Orion as well so let's look at this story oh and again I must apologize for the snoring in the background dog's asleep can't get her to stay in another room and uh, she's got arthritis at the moment poor her at the moment well presumably she'll have that forever now but she's on some quite strong pain relief which is making her sleep more so the snoring has reached a whole new level so anyway sorry about that so um talking about this wonderful book uh, really is good breakers by doug johnston let me give you the sort of the blurb about it a, a toxic family a fight for survival 17-year-old Tyler lives in one of Edinburgh's most deprived areas. Coerced into robbing rich people's homes by his bullying older siblings, he's also trying to care for his little sister and his drug addict mum. On a job, his brother Barry stabs a homeowner and leaves her for dead. But that's just the beginning of their nightmare because the woman is the wife of Edinburgh's biggest crime lord, Deck Holt. With the police and the Holtz closing in and his shattered family in devastating danger, Tyler meets posh girl Flick in another stranger's house and he thinks she may just be his salvation unless he drags her down too. Um, I really enjoyed this one. I, find it, I found it very hard at times to listen to it as an audiobook and it made me realise that when I'm reading about something that I find disconcerting, not because it's badly written, I mean, this is brilliantly written, just the subject matter. I tend to speed up my reading to get through that difficult bit and, and move on to the next step in the story. Whereas in an audio book, yes, you could fast forward and not. But usually I'm, once I've set up what speed I'm listening to it at, I don't alter it that much because I'm doing something and can't keep stopping and altering. So it is different listening to anything that makes you feel uncomfortable on audio book. But... I'm glad I did because it sort of forces you 
to confront each word and each circumstance and situation that the characters are facing. It's a brilliant book. Uh, this is the second of Doug Johnson's I've read. I believe he wrote this once his house had been broken into and he started thinking of the, the people that broke into his house, the reasons behind it, all, all that sort of thing. And it does make you think. It makes you think about, first of all, how fortunate, it made me feel how fortunate I am to have the life I have um, and how almost on your doorstep there are other people who are not as fortunate. So certainly that. It makes you appreciate that somebody isn't just one thing. So uh, a burglar isn't just a bad person. There are reasons why they might do what they do. And it's how the police work with them. It's how their family supports them or not. And it's it's about love in unfortunate times. So it's finding the good in, in bad. Um, and it's a brilliant story. You've got to keep going because it's a great ending. Um, I'm not saying it's all works out. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's written brilliantly. Um, and I'd really commend that. I think it's one that I'd probably look to get a few people as a gift in paperback. Um, and uh, just great. So that was Breakers by Doug Johnson. I don't think I actually read you the blurb for Nevermore, which is very bad of me. And I think I should because this is a this is a classic. And if you haven't heard of this book, you need to. So I'm sorry to go back one. Very bad of me. But just just bear with, as they say. So um, Nevermore. Morrigan Crow is cursed. Having been born on eventide, the unluckiest day for any child to be born, she's blamed for all local misfortunes, from hailstorms to heart attacks. And worst of all, the curse means that Morrigan is doomed to die at midnight on her 11th birthday. But as Morrigan awaits her fate, a strange and remarkable man named Jupiter North appears. Chased by black smoke hounds and shadowy hunters on horseback, he whisks her away into the safety of a secret magical city called Nevermore. It's then that Morrigan discovers Jupiter has chosen her to contend for a place in the city's most prestigious organisation, the Wondrous Society. In order to join, she must compete in four difficult and dangerous trials against hundreds of other children, each boasting an extraordinary talent that sets them apart, an extraordinary talent that Morrigan insists she does not have. To stay in the safety of Nevermore for good, Morrigan will need to find a way to pass the test or she'll have to leave the city and confront her deadly fate once and for all. Perfect for fans of the Harry Potter series and his dark materials, this series takes listeners into an extraordinary world. And it certainly does. So, uh, as I say, I think that's well worth a listen to. So, so far, we've looked at two different audiobooks, two very different audiobooks. First of all, Nevermore by Jessica Townsend and then Breakers by Doug Johnson. Breakers is very much an adult book and it's extraordinary. If you are looking for something that's gritty, powerful and thought provoking, then Breakers would be it. Um, but having listened to Breakers, I felt I was in need of a light reprieve, shall we say. So then I started listening to The Vicar of Dibley. Now, if you have uh, grown up in England, you are probably come across the Vicar of Dibley one way or another. I know some of you listen to me from around the world. So if you Google it, other search facilities are available, um, then I'm sure you'll come across it. You may think, what on earth is this about? 
And this makes me think that the people of England are even crazier than you originally thought. You would be true. You would be correct. But it's it's so funny. And the audio book, it, it says that the audio book is narrated by Dawn French. But it's not. It's the whole cast. It's as if you were watching The Vicar of Dibley with your eyes closed. It's so funny. Honestly, people were looking at me because I was just laughing so much out loud. Um, it's just about two and a half hours. So quite a quick listen. There's probably four or five episodes in that. And I just thought, lovely. Of course, they've got the Christmas Day episode in there. Um, and if you haven't uh, come, a come across that one before, you really should, especially at Christmas time. But the Vicar of Dibley is basically, um, Dibley is a very traditional village in England filled with uh, a mixture of interesting characters. And for the first time, they get a female vicar. And some people are very accepting and happy and positive about that and others are not. And uh, Geraldine, the vicar, who's played by Dawn French, is quite a character and she's just brilliant. And I just think it's really funny. So the, the three audiobooks there, there should be something that appeals to you. Nevermore, Jessica Townsend, Breakers by Doug Johnston and The Vicar of Dibley. It's written by Richard Curtis. And as I say, it said it was narrated by Dawn French. But in my version, it was actually the whole cast fully dramatised, which was just glorious. So now we come on to the books, the three books. And the first one is non-fiction. And crikey, if you're thinking of um, a last minute Christmas book to get for maybe a teenager in your life, um, somebody who needs inspiring, I say this is the book for for them definitely it's called you can change the world uh, it's uh, put together by margaret rook and let me read you the the sort of blurb on this because it tells it much better than i this inspirational book tells the stories of more than 50 of today's teenagers from across the globe who've dared to change their own lives and the world they live in they explain how to survive in a world often obsessed by celebrities, social media and what you look like by refusing to conform to other people's expectations. If you want to achieve against the odds and create genuine impact, this is the book you need. And I completely agree with that. It is extraordinary and it's very easy to read. So each um, sort of chapter about one teenager is a few pages long three four something like that you've normally got a, a photo of the of the person you ca I can't call them children because some of them are, are 18 um, and some details on where they're from and then you read a, about this person and what they've done and oh it makes you feel inspired that you can do anything it makes you feel cross with yourself that you're not doing more. But at least we can give these books to teenagers uh, and younger children as well, providing they're happy with some of the content. Because some things these, these children, these teenagers, these young adults have gone through is, is awful. Um, some of their stories are very light in a way that, you know, that they weren't suffering atrocities and they've gone out and they've identified what needs to be done in the world to make it a better place. And they've done it. Uh, and that's fantastic as well. And others are living in very, very difficult circumstances. And they've e equally seen what they need to do um, for their communities, for the world and have gone out and, and done it. So it's about achieving. It's about success, but not financial wealth but about our world. And uh, if ever there was a time that, that we need that, this is it, I think. So it's, um, it's an extraordinary book. 
and I will be getting copies and giving them to other people. I mean, there's um, some young 20 year olds as well in this book. So you, I think you could give it to anyone. I mean, it, any age where they need to be just sort of pulled up and um, let them sort of open their eyes a bit wider, think about their community and their world and not just think about it, but come up with uh, ideas to help. Um, solutions and it's just great I will be keeping this book myself and uh, reading it again and again because it's um, it, it it's really I think it could be life-changing for people who are at that point in their lives when they when they need to look up and think about what's going on in the world so really exceptional you can change the world um, and uh, everyday teen heroes making a difference everywhere um, it's in paperback. It's published by Jessica Kingsley Publishers. And how many pages? About uh, 317 pages, to be, be precise. I haven't come across anything before by this publisher, and I'll certainly be looking now. Um, I do think it's interesting, the role that smaller publishers play and the importance that they have. And I think if ever there is a time for smaller publishers to really... Um, become increasingly popular and well-known Th this is it so you can change the world uh, definitely a book to commend now the next one is by ellie griffiths the house at sea's end and this is the third one in the series of the dr ruth galloway mysteries if you haven't read any of these before and like the sound of it i would suggest you start with the first one you don't have to if you get given a copy or find a copy or buy one that's not in the right order, don't think, oh, no, I can't possibly read this. I'm, I'm not going to read any. Um, far better to start somewhere. It won't stop you. You'll, you won't think, oh, gosh, I don't understand what's going on. Not at all. It's just there's a beautiful story being told about uh, Ruth Galloway, the, the main character in this. And it's lovely to be able to see her, her journey. So. The blurb on this one, when bones are unearthed at the foot of a North Norfolk cliff, forensics expert Dr Ruth Galloway and DCI Nelson have put on the case. The skeletons have lain there for decades, possibly since the Second World War, and for all that time a hideous crime has been concealed. When a body washes up on the beach, it becomes clear that someone wants the truth of the past to stay buried and will go to any lengths to keep it that way. Can Ruth and Nelson uncover the truth in time to stop another murder? So this is, uh, there's a lot of books in this series. There's well over 10 now. So it's a really good one to get into. Um, I've listened to some on audiobook, read some. Uh, this one I read and I really enjoyed it. I, I'm looking forward to reading the next one. So that's a good sign. I don't want to give too much away about the circumstances that Ruth finds herself in in this book, because if you haven't started at the beginning and are working your way through, then I don't want to spoil it for you. But um, I like the character of Ruth. She is she's a real character. Um, she's someone that I can really see and believe in and. Um, and all the characters in there I love the fact there's the mystery and you're wondering who to believe who to trust um, I, I, I suppose the one thing is that it always seems to end up with somebody I'm not going to give the game away at all but uh, somebody that that you might find an important character in the book 
of getting in very difficult circumstances. And uh, Agatha Raisin is another one where that seems to happen every time. Um, I'm not saying who it is. I'm just saying that I hope as the books develop that that's not always the case. And I'm sure it won't be because um, Ellie Griffiths is a brilliant author and that's me probably being very fussy. So sorry, I shouldn't say that at all. But it's great. I can't wait to read the next one. I want to read the whole series. Um, so really good. Really commend that. That's The House at Sea's End by Ellie Griffiths and that's published by Quirkus. So let's get on to the last book, the last book of this podcast. Who'd, who'd have thought? Thank you for bearing with me. Well done. And it's called The Island by Victoria Hislop. This is an old book, uh, old as in it's been published for some years now. Uh, it's in paperback. Uh, it's published by Headline. Uh, and it's one that I've read before and I read again recently. And I, if you haven't read it, I would really commend it. Um, so I, I've enjoyed some of Victoria Hislop's books, not every single one, the majority certainly. Uh, let me read you the blurb for this. On the brink of a life-changing decision, Alexis Fielding longs to find out about her mother's past, but Sophia has never spoken of it. All she admits to is growing up in a small Cretan village before moving to London. When Alexis decides to visit Crete, however, Sophia gives her, a gives her daughter a letter to take to an old friend and promises that through her she will learn more. Arriving in Placa, Alexis is astonished to see that it lies a stone's throw from the tiny deserted island of Spinalonga, Greece's former leper colony. Then she finds Fatini and at last hears the story that Sophia has buried all her life, the tale of her great-grandmother, Alini, and her daughters, and a family rent by tragedy, war and passion. She discovers how intimately she is connected with the island and how secrecy holds them all in its powerful grip. Um, if you like books about other countries, if you like books that take you back into the different times in history, if you like books that are about strong females, if you like books about families, if you like books that um, have a sort of twist to it and you don't know what's going to happen at the end and you want to find out, um, this is the book for you. So that's pretty wide ranging. I think that applies to a lot. Um, and I really loved it. It's made me want to visit the area and find out more and see more about it. So I think if a book can do that to you, that's a brilliant gift. And uh, I would certainly recommend it. So that's Victoria Hislop, The Island. If you haven't read it yet, definitely worth a read. It's a standalone, so you don't need to worry about a series or anything. Um, and uh, very, very good book. Uh, might make you want to travel more so uh, start saving now that's the only downside of that but yeah hopefully some different books there some things to put on your Christmas list if it's not too late um, and I'll be back again in a week's time oh now I do have a listener's question see I had to really concentrate then because I just want to say reader's question do have a listener's question Kathleen has said Oh, yes. And this was the other thing. This is why I picked this question to include this time. What three things do I love most about Christmas? Well, thank you, Kathleen, for that question. I started writing the list of three things and I'm afraid I ended up with nine. But I thought, well, three threes are nine. So technically it's sort of three, isn't it? So the, the nine things I like about Christmas are time off. Definitely. Time off from work. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Let's not even start that one. 
family. Time with family. Present, sorry, Christmas, love a present. Love the, I am a child, love a present. Books, time to read books, time to look at books. Uh, board games, love having the opportunity to just sit and play board games for hours and not be looking at the clock and worrying and just enjoy it. Sleep, I like to catch up on my sleep, very much so. So where are we now? One, two, three, four, five, six. That's six, yes. And the final three, not running. When it's Christmas, I don't go running, which makes me very happy. First of all, I don't have to get up at the crack of dawn. And secondly, I don't have to put myself through torture. So that's great. Obviously, then I have to go on an extreme diet in the new year. But hey, we'll face that one. Another thing I love about Christmas is the chocolate. Just having a massive box of chocolates and thinking, well, it's Christmas. It would be wrong not to. And the final one is rest. Just recharging myself, my family, time together. It's just that whole thing of just drawing in and just getting ready to face all that 2020 will throw at us. Hopefully there'll be some books included in that. So thank you, Kathy. That was a very thought-provoking question. And I'm sorry I didn't come up with three, but hopefully nine <laughs> is okay. Anyway, I hope all's well with you. I hope you're having a good time at the moment and that your Christmas preparations are, are going well. Do get in touch. Do let me know what you're reading at the moment, what you're liking, not liking. And if you've got any questions that you want me to answer, that'd be brilliant. You can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, and you can email me at quickbookreviews at outlook.com. So take care and I'll see you again soon. Take care now. You've been listening to the Quick Book Reviews podcast. That's enough books, said no one, ever. See you again soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.